0: Hello, everyone. My guest today is Adam Trezier. He's the CEO and founder of a company called Arjuna Solutions, an artificial intelligence company. He invented and patented numerous AI technologies that are used today. At Arjuna, he specializes in product-specific applications of AI, starting with pricing. Super sensitive, obviously, area. He also is a professor of business analytics at John Hopkins University and speaker on AI and predictive analytics for businesses. Adam, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. Excellent. All right. Pricing is something everybody struggles with. You're choosing to tackle it with AI. Tell us more about Arjuna. What do you do and how do you make money?
1: Yeah. So look, um, at Arjuna, we like to think about the decisions that businesses make a huge number of times every single day. And obviously, we want to focus on which ones of those decisions are able to impact the every business's bottom line revenue and uh, trajectory towards towards. Towards six, towards success as best as we possibly can, and obviously we believe that pricing is one of those dis- decisions. There is not a single company out there that cannot be more successful and make more money if they don't optimize their pricing their pricing st- strategy. And oftentimes uh, businesses don't even realize that they're making billions of these pricing decisions every single day. For it could be J. Crew sending an email with a ten percent discount. It could be Marriott having a stay two nights, get one night free, Uh, and credit card companies having certain incentives, miles to actually sign up. Every one of those decisions is a pricing one. And if you can optimize that for every customer specifically, you can make a lot more money and be a lot more successful. Uh, At Arjuna, what we actually do is we use artificial intelligence to deliver those individualized price point decisions for our customers.
0: And what are some of the inputs you're using to train your algo? I mean, is it like, hey, Nathan just purchased something really expensive on Amazon, so jack up his price by three times?
1: No, actually. So believe it or believe it or not, the data we use will come from the businesses themselves. So it will oftentimes be the CRM data, the email data, social media interaction data. Did- data. You know, the best way to do this, especially at the individual customer level, is to really try to understand and figure out each customer's price elasticity and with respect to each product offering, etc. And the best data to do that with is actually the data that a business itself has. After all, every cost, every business has a unique relationship with each customer. You don't want to turn your relationship into all the others. You want to basically optimize the what's unique about your Relationship. Yeah.
0: No. How do you manage this obvious problem? I'm with my friends at a barbecue. They compliment my J. Crew pants. They said I bought them too, and and they say I I paid I paid twenty bucks. Wait, I paid forty bucks. Why is there a difference? I mean, do those situations come up, and how do you manage those kinds of things?
1: Yeah. Well, the truth is that's happening today, anyways. And J. Crew may have a single price for every single product. They call it forty nine ninety nine for a pair of khakis. But the way that they are altering that price for each specific customer is by discounts, incentives. Um, in the case of hotels and hospitality credit cards, lo- loyalty programs. Effectively, those are all ways of simply
0: altering price. Interesting. Now, how do you price? Is it a monthly SaaS model or?
1: Yeah. So um, look at. Or is like, it different?
0: You know, or is it different for every customer? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well, you know what we've done here at Arjun is we're really the first come company to have productized artificial intelligence. So our customers they are not buying SaaS, they're not buying algorithms, they're not buying AI as a system or infrastructure. What they're buying is the output our our algorithms produce. That's the specific price points for every single consumer every time they want to go ask. And so effectively, we're selling each one of those decisions or price points as a separate product, and um, we're able to quantify how much lift or how much gain, how much more money, the, our customers make when they use our price points versus the alternatives. And so then we then price on, you know, our prices are designed to take a f- fair portion of what that lift actually is. And the way that customers. But Adam, up- So
0: it's one time, right? Like in other words, someone could come to you and just use you one time or someone could come to you and, and come back to you 20 times in one month. Right?
1: Uh, kind of. So, what the way that we sell it is, it's an annual subscription where the price of each of each subscription is based on a minimum amount of volume that these companies will actually use every single year.
0: Yep. And and the you, the the uh, value metric you're tracking is the is the output like number of price points recommended or number of products analyzed. What's the actual value metric you're measuring on?
1: Number of decisions sold. So, number of price points
0: recommended. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say, so what's a decision? So it's number of price points recommended. Interesting. And there's a minimum and it's an annual fee. What's the average customer pay you per year? Like a minimum.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, the average unit price or average, um, the average price that we charge is between 10 and 12 cents for each price point decision. And last year we did about, um, I believe it was near 17 million units Mm -hmm. that we don't not, not all those u- units are actually paid. There's trials, new companies getting started. Um, and we don't publish our annual re- revenue numbers, but you can pretty much backtrack into some rough math there.
0: Yeah. I mean that if you're charging 10 cents a minute that, but you at like 1.7 in terms of annual revenue or something around there. Is that, I mean, is it generally accurate? Generally you're accurate. Yeah. You're above a million in ARR. Get in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, good. Do you think you'll pass it like this month or next month or this year?
1: Um, I think we're going to pass it pretty soon.
0: Okay, interesting. So uh, I like about your pricing model that it's not like a a SaaS model where it's just a monthly fee because the way you've priced it, it forces you to make sure you get people onboarded properly so you can actually deliver the pricing decisions. And then that's what you're obviously priced on. Um, What do you know that people have to do once you give them the pricing recommendations so that they are more likely to come back and buy another chunk of 10,000 decisions?
1: They have to use it. Uh, when we actually have groups that take the decisions we provide and they use it right out right out the bat um, they not only do they come back to us but we've actually as of January one of this year uh, meaning if that was a three three and a half weeks back now we actually started selling another de, an, another decision and that was based on our existing customer demand for it. And that decision, we're calling it a uh, exact cadence. And it's pretty much determining uh, when and how often you would be reaching out to each one of your customers.
0: Hmm, interesting. Now, have you bootstrapped this or have you raised? Uh, we've bootstrapped,
1: we've taken on some, and I say bootstrap, I'm going to include family and friends in that.
0: Yeah. And now, I mean, are, in, so you've done a family and friends round, but can we say, you know, sub, sub a million raised from family and friends? I,
1: yeah, it's right about there.
0: Right about there. And was that on a priced equity round or just a convertible note?
1: Ah, uh, priced equity round. Oh, you did.
0: Wow, interesting. You did a priced equity round with family and friends. I mean, who led? Who who led the negotiation?
1: Um, so I have a couple. Uh, I have a couple of calm friends that actually work at various VC groups, where they're actually professional investors
0: themselves,
1: and they're the ones who took that primary role.
0: Interesting. So, so you these are sophisticated family and friends.
1: Uh, A few of them are. Yeah. And they kind of set the benchmark and said, did you
0: just throw all the other ones under the bus? Only a few of them are sophisticated. The rest, it's like your grandma, she's offended. You know,
1: I don't think she'd be offended. I think she would actually appreciate the fact that I'm not (laughs) into that same category.
0: (laughs) That's funny. All right. Uh, Good. So um, we understand a bit about your volume. We understand you're processing about 17 uh, million decisions. Um, What's the growth rate on your, on your decision. So like take me back to the run rate a year ago, what were you at?
1: Yeah. So, uh, it's growing year over year at about, uh, 116, per, 116%. And those are the numbers as of, uh, D31.
0: Got it. So going back to December, 2016, the run rate at that point, you're doing somewhere around like six and a half or 7 million decisions over the previous 12 months. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Interesting. That's great. And what do you think you'll go at, grow at this year?
1: Um, well, I think it's going to be a similar, a similar growth rate if not if not more we're projecting to stay between 115 and about 150% growth rate on a unit volume perspective
0: guys big news last month was a huge month for the company i recently acquired which was www.thetopinbox.com i liked the company so much when i met the person who created it it lets you send emails later on gmail How easy it is for people to consume more units of your business. In other words, you said your biggest thing you have to do is make sure they actually use your pricing data. A lot of companies, I'm going to, I'll use Clearbit for an example, where they have a per, you're like, you're buying a data record. They make it really easy via API call for you to actually give utility to the data record they sell you by automatically filling a marketing form or things like that. Do you have a piece of the company that automatically updates J. Crew's website with the pricing recommendations to make it easier for them to consume those decisions?
1: We do, and I don't want to say that we're updating the websites themselves, but um, you know, we can. We have API hooks into various CRM platforms, email marketing platforms, landing page software. We actually integrate with Stripe. The biggest thing is being able to actually integrate with software that can identify who the specific viewer or visitor is, because then we, you know, we have to be able to. Populate the correct price point for that specific person.
0: Interesting, and have you the way you've set up your Eula in terms of service? Do you have the ability when a new customer signs up to also use their data to train your algorithm so other customers can get the value you learn from them?
1: Yeah. So what we do is actually, and it's I think a really important and uh, differentiating part of our model here, which is that when we work every group we work with, our algorithms get better; they get they get smarter. But none of the actual data for any group gets ever basically commingled, aggregated. So effectively the model may itself may get smarter. The AI learns and it's acquiring more knowledge, but it's a generalized knowledge that can then be applied to a new context. You don't know, we don't ever actually take data from one and bring it into
0: so, so your your machine might learn and create a new rule from j crew data based off their cohort and their sample size. That rule might also then be used on urban outfitters
1: um, it can be It can be tested if it seems to actually fit, then it might actually work yeah yeah and I think one of the things that's key here is uh and I'll let you tell me if you can uh, if you, you know who was a person who said this actually, but I was reading a quote about somebody describing warm. Buffett. And they talked about how he reads, let's say, for five hours every single day. And over the course of a 70 or 80 year career, he's now accumulated a massive amount of knowledge. And it's not just how much knowledge he's accumulated. It's how specific that knowledge is and what that knowledge is actually focused on. And so it's not just the ability to learn and how smart he is, but it's what he's actually trained himself in. And when you think of AI, that's where we really see the opportunity going forward, which is, it's not so much about infrastructure, but, and about the ability for machine to learn, but what machine, what do you want your machine to actually learn? Because you want to become an expert in that topic specifically. And that's what we've done with pricing. We feel and personally individualized pricing.
0: sounds smart to me, Adam, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I actually love the uh,
1: book of every single uh, Berkshire Hathaway letter to their shareholders.
0: Good ones. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I call it three Bs.
1: Bezos, Buffett, and Blankvine.
0: Um, the last one, is that Lloyd? Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goldman Sachs. yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, what's your favorite online tool?
1: Um, I'd have to say that I happen to like um, HubSpot's
0: Sidekick tool. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I get per almost, I get six and a half hours every single night consistently. That's great. And what's your situation? Married
1: single. Do you have kids? Married two kids, one who is three and one, which just turned two a few days ago.
0: Oh, wow. You got a full, a full, a full plate. How old are you? Uh, I will be 35 in two weeks. Okay. And last question, take us back to your 20 year old self. What do you wish you knew?
1: Not only to be patient, but to, uh, be willing to learn through experience. I think a lot of people, back then I would have been afraid of failure or afraid of learning and I would tell myself, it's okay, just accumulate knowledge.
0: Be willing to learn through doing accumulate knowledge. You guys heard it here from Adam. He is playing in the predictive analytics space, really the first time to productize AI. He's choosing to tackle pricing first off. And the way he's measuring his success is based off how many pricing decisions and recommendations he's giving out basically every year. Back in 2016, the run rate was around 7 million decisions. He's now passed 17 million decisions over the past 12 months, hoping to scale that obviously higher in the next 12 months as well. The way he makes money, he charges anywhere between 10 and 12 cents per decision made. So looking like he's gonna pass hopefully a million bucks in revenue here uh pretty soon adam thank you so much for taking us to the top
1: thank you nathan